It is Metro FM Talk uh, with me, Notemba, and it is time for our Thought Leader Thursday. And uh, my guest is Zuko Tisani. Now, if you don't know who Zuko is, let me tell you in just under 30 seconds. He is the founder of Legacy, known for raising over a million dollars for technology conferencing at the age of 23 years of age. He looks 23 still. Named the king of conferencing by Destiny Man. Now, Zuko brought the largest African delegation of 20 startups to Lisbon in Portugal at the age of 24. Now, Legacy, Legacy has had a South African startup exhibits in Portugal with 20 startups exhibited with funding by Standard Bank. And in Washington, D.C., where it uh, sponsored a few startups through the Global Entrepreneurship Network and in Paris, where it fundraised for a full South African pavilion to an audience of 80,000 people. And he was named Forbes Africa 30 Under 30 in 2018. Zook. Good evening. Yeah. Uh, hey. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I know I could continue about who and what you are, and uh, we don't have time. I prefer us just to get to the nitty gritty. <laughs> we're just getting, a, you know, named Forbes Africa, uh, shoo, uh, 30, under, uh, 30 Under 30, one of in 2018. Right. Uh, at, at such a young age, uh, how do you do that? Uh, how you know? Um, I think it's just the ability to continue taking the opportunities that are presented to you. Uh, I'm very much pro risk <laughs> in my life and everything I, I've done, and uh, that always hasn't ended in a, in a very uh, happy ending. Sometimes it leads to failure. Sometimes it obviously leads to learning. Uh, I've lost. Uh, jobs and career opportunities by being so pro uh, risk and actually mm. taking opportunities so yeah sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't but at the end of the day it's important to follow your purpose to its t and what is that purpose i mean what is it that makes you want to give opportunities to other people right so i mean at legacy we've we've taken over 116 entrepreneurs to global uh, conferences across the world for the past four years mm-hmm. um 26 this year and uh we brought brought it local this year this year we hosted a conference called startup state of the nation address uh just a month ago and we had the likes of abc jonas we had dr julie Lamine masina mm-hmm. we had sandy lezungu a bunch of other titans of industry and you know when i asked them to come join this thing i said guys in your industries and in your enterprises, can you please come speak to an audience of entrepreneurs that want to understand how they tap into these programs that you have of funding and access to markets um, and having the PIC there, CEDA, DTI, etc. We are able to have a very transparent conversation with these gatekeepers so mm, to speak mm. about how do these entrepreneurs actually access this because I believe that there's broken trust in South Africa entrepreneurs don't believe that there's any programs out there that they can actually access and tap into they hear about these billion rands and hundred million rands from this company and you, you know, know there's, there was a whole <laughs> investment conference now exactly. and they talk about these billions and we're thinking who's who's accessing that that money who who yes so but we came are, is there an understanding though that 
uh, the gatekeepers that they are not communicating to the people who need to know and get this information. That's that's why we did what we did. Mm. Uh, so Startup State of the Nation Address, as you can hear, is very related to the State of the Nation Address. Mm. So we had our first pilot just now in November and next year in March we're going to have the second one right after the State of the Nation Address and we've invited the President to come and speak how, on how it How did well. this one go, first of all? This one went amazing. Mm. I mean, what we did is we created a Freedom Charter-like uh, environment and opportunity for entrepreneurs uh, facilitated by Accenture to really speak about what should an SME really expect in South Africa? Yeah. The, uh, what kind of ethics, you know, what kind of um, payment terms? Really the nitty-gritty is to say this is what an ecosystem for an entrepreneur to survive in South Africa should look like. And we're going to be presenting that to the president. After this presentation, we o- uh, we're hoping that during our conference in March, the Startup State of the Nation Address, we can have some real clarity on the different programs that are being initiated and how they tie into this 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 the, uh, entrepreneurial charter that we, we, mm. we created. Yeah. Have have you always been interested in business, and uh, what businesses have you tried that you won in and not you failed? No, in? as I'm saying, <laughs> I just kind of I followed the the groove of things. Yeah. You know, I was very fortunate. I went to to a decent school in South Africa in Joburg. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, I went to UCT uh, and took up a lot of leadership opportunities. But at the end of the day, I was a very average student. I graduated with a 53% GPA, and uh, after that, I was headhunted by Accenture to go into their uh, digital marketing team, uh, not marketing consulting. Mm. And I learned a lot about digital. And I said, look, South Africa has, has an opportunity to participate in 4IR, but if we don't move now, we won't get where we, we need to be to be competitive on a global level. Mm. So I took it very seriously and I actually own the space to say, I want to be in part of South Africa being globally competitive in 4IR. That's why we did what we did. And um, now we're looking at spaces as to how do the entrepreneurs get the funding necessary, get the skills at the as low as as, as education to be able to compete in 4IR and have the, the, the uh, competencies to, to do so. So does Legacy, Legacy, am I saying it right? Correct, perfect. Legacy, um, does it uh, cater to a, a certain uh, section of entrepreneurs or startups or certain age group or is sure. it just open to everybody and anyone who's wanting to do a, uh, to start up a business? Yeah, so it is open to everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, next year, the audiences we're really trying to focus on at Startup Center of the Nation are our youth, mm-hmm. the township economy, yeah. our women and black business in general. So we really feel that these uh, audiences are really undercated for and by trying to give them clear answers as to what are the channels they can use to mm-hmm. actually get the, the right people to come in and, and uh, help them get access to markets, help them to get access to funding, uh, and actually help them actually have a business, a tangible business. So there's this almost boys club that we have, um, you know, in Stellenbosch or uh, your, your private school guys that understand how uh, to get your company to be investment ready. Mm. So they understand how to get their, their companies accredited mm. and ready for these market integration into supply chains. And this information is just obviously held in this boys club. And we want to be in the position where we now are democratizing the opportunity for inve- for entrepreneurship in South Africa. So that's that's really the focus. We want to give answers to access to markets. We want to give answers to access to funding. What are the questions, the common questions that uh, these startups are asking you in terms of uh, them, you know, explaining their position and their situation and their frustrations? Right. What, what, are the, what do they say to you? 
So this is Mizugo, where do I get money? Mm. And uh, I love to answer that question by start with the customer. And I think this is also a, a fault on the entrepreneur. We do not actually get entrepreneurs that want to build products for, for customers. They want to build something so they can get a 10 million rand funding ah. opportunity from the IDC or the PIC. But if you focused on actually building a, a product for a customer, mm. you would have a minimal viable product that would grow, that at some point will be investable. Uh, so to the fault of entrepreneurs, they're always looking for investments. Instead of knocking on doors of customers, they're knocking on doors of these big institutions. And um, yeah, those are, those are the challenges. Mm. I'm talking to Zuko Tisani, in case you're wondering this interesting conversation and uh, what it's about. He's our guest for Thought Lead leader thursday today and he's the founder of legacy we continue our conversation with him when we come back metro fm talk notamba maduma with you sitting in for ayabonga kawe he's already on holiday lucky him my guest uh, right now is uh, zuko tisani uh, our thought leader guest and uh, he's the founder of legacy you know when i was introducing you uh when Azuko, I, I was talking about how you were taking, you know, your uh, ex- uh, startups to yes, exhibitions around the world. Yes. Maybe people also don't understand the advantages of going to these expos. Yeah. Uh, for the, maybe just give us a little uh, bit of uh, what happens, the advantages sure. of being part of that. It's crazy. It's, mm. it's, it actually creates uh, many teary moments for me. Entrepreneurs that go over there, mm. number one, a lot of them have never left the country. So yeah. obviously seeing a new world, there's just that social capital is amazing. Mm. Secondly, when they get to exhibits, they realize that actually, you know what, my solutions and my product is actually just as competitive as a person that had the same idea as me that is from China. So it's truly inspiring by actually seeing the guys actually gain momentum and confidence Mm. that they actually have viable solutions on a global platform. Unfortunately, um, some markets are more uh, viable and actually more accepting of solutions than in South Africa. We still have that uh, challenge of adoption within South Africa. But when we take the guys over, we not only give them opportunity to exhibit at these big trade shows, we also introduce them to the major stakeholders involved. We'll take them to the Chamber of Commerce. We'll introduce them to big business and institutions mm. and we'll get them to get POCs and uh, POCs by it's a proof of concept done in those big environments. Some of them we get incubated and, and accelerated in those environments. Uh, so I've got a few uh, case studies on entrepreneurs getting actually accepted to accelerators in Portugal, some in California as well. So they actually get to fully immerse them themselves in, and actually uh, put out global footprints. What has, what has been the problem? Has it been uh, self, uh, lack of self confidence in 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 the things that we we want to do, that has you know blocked us from being able to expand and uh, as you say, have access to uh, markets and uh, people of uh, who can influence. Yeah, uh, mm. there's a number of things. You mm. know what? So I think we live in a uh, a country where uh, the, the the mass the, the majority of the con- country is still in a, in a different space. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still you know in in dire straits, so to speak. And I really think with that being a factor, um, solutions that 
you know, targets middle class and um, uh, markets where where people are meant to uh, have access to internet yeah. and so on and so forth don't really get picked up by the the public uh, because I mean obviously our, our market is different. You know, we've we've still got a, a large part of the country which is still uh, unaddressed, and with that being said, um, those solutions don't actually get a lot of momentum. Mm. Two, the big uh, enterprises that are somewhat franchises of these companies so for example your coca-colas or your uh big consulting houses or big accounting houses mm-hmm. there are a smaller division of these big head offices that, that are, are based, global that exactly are based, uh, so if you go to mm. google south africa they are less likely to adopt your solution and actually be able to have uh much authority and actually you know taking this thing to, mm. to 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 where it needs to grow versus if you were in america and you spoke to google there um and i really think again the communication is broken between entrepreneurs and big business uh big business is saying you know what these entrepreneurs are not mature enough for us to collaborate with oh. and entrepreneurs are saying you know what these guys are already closing uh, the doors the on doors. us mm. so it, it creates a multifaceted level of challenges throughout very quickly what are some of uh, the in what industries are some of the startups that you get to you know uh, help uh, get exposure right. into the markets a lot of the entrepreneurs that we actually support uh, and that do very well address big um, big markets in South Africa so they would be addressing things within education they would be addressing issues within transport they would be addressing issues within stock files and um, very South African related problems and uh-huh. we find that when you actually create a solution for a South African challenge mm. um, that's where you you know we, we find that we have the highest adoption but when you do these these fancy AI big data blockchain solutions we find that there's there's a lot less adoption in that now uh, people are losing jobs people are being retrenched and people are looking at becoming entrepreneurs and starting up businesses yeah. and i guess that in itself uh, you, it just doesn't happen overnight right. uh, you know some people think okay i'm, I'm going to take some money i'm going to open a hair salon or i'm going to take some money and i'm going to but is is there a lot of uh, actually producing rather than service-orientated start, uh, startups. Producing as in a, like a, a product physical product? Yes, yeah. products. So, you know what I find in, in our travels, you learn so many things. There's, mm. In Tunisia, do you understand that if you decide that you want to quit your job and become an entrepreneur, you get your, your annual salary up front to actually have the money to start your business? We don't have the policies and things in place mm. that actually facilitates guys that want to take the risk and opportunity to actually start a business in the first place. And uh, we find that, yes, you know, with within policy, there, there are a lot of things that should be fixed. And no, we do not need more tax rebates for big businesses. That is not the challenge. We need more direct um, uh, influence and, and, and funding to entrepreneurs that can actually get off the ground. So, yeah, I think right now the opportunity that lies within South Africa is that if entrepreneurs had the opportunity to actually have some form of, of beginning mm, uh, kickoff mm. cash, or the ability to actually take an idea and learn how to build it into a business would be in a, in a, in a further place. So we are trying to centralize everything with Startup Center, the Nation Address, and yeah. Can what what are the key things that uh, need to be uh, sort of sort of loosened, mm. loosened up by government and its policies for small businesses and startups to yes. actually be able to start and thrive? Well, as simple as actually starting a company. So, I mean, it could take up to, you know, 
a week, two weeks to, to start up a company. I think if we had a one-stop shop to someone to help you with your taxes, someone mm. to help you with actually doing your finances, someone to actually help you register the company, register a web domain, um, and actually simple things mm. where um, we would actually have the ability for guys to say, look, I know there's this one place I need to go. And if I was able to go to that one place that the government has offered, I have all the everything, basics the I, need I need for a business. So if we can just start with the basics there and then move down into education where, you know, we need to start teaching our, our, our younger, the, the, the more digital uh, inclined skills so that they can be themselves independent and actually creating their own solutions. Mm. A lot of the times people have ideas, but there's no one to build your idea and you spend five years looking for a CTO or central uh, chief technology officer who can actually code or do whatever mm, it may be. Mm. So we really want those skills to come from our young now and uh, if that happens then we'll be in a position where people can actually take the ideas and make them tangible for themselves Zuko 2020 is a couple of days away what's your vision for 2020 and what will be happening uh, that you can uh, that uh, startups can look forward to Sure. So we're. This is my last question. We're, uh, we're building. Otherwise, Sintle is going to kill me. <laughs> he's already looking at me he's like. Waving. <laughs> I thought he was just saying he's a fan. <laughs> no, I'm joking. So, mm. long story short, we're beginning a chamber of commerce for mm. entrepreneurs that has a single voice for it. And at the same time, we're giving platform to big business to be very uh, uh, transparent about what they offer. And then we're giving platforms to entrepreneurs to actually speak to, the, to as senior as the presidents down to all the, the big companies they want to partner with and actually make. The, the, the trust relationship build. So we can check it out on www.ssona2019.co.za and all the information is there for you to participate next year. Are, are you also on social media? Yes. Because some people may, may have to go somewhere to go and send an email. Sure. You know, kind of thing. You can check me out directly. Mm. I don't tweet. I'm on Facebook and Instagram at Zugotisani, Z-U-K-O-T-I-S-A-N-I. Fantastic. Thank, Thank you so you. much. And, and you're the last guest for 2019. I know. And you're ending it on this oh, wonderful... I thought I was going to be. I know he is. <laughs> oh, you, you know. You'll tell oh, me when we, I switch off the mic. <laughs> with the mics. But thank you very much thank because you so you're much. ending the show on a very positive note, you know, with people uh, looking forward to 2020, at least starting with something, you know, that's going to get them some money and some progress and, you know. So we all have all opportunities we to all look have. forward to it. Thank you so much. Love you. Thank you. And thank you for tuning in. Uh, he's here. He's next. And he can't wait to play the music for you on this Thursday night. My name is Notemba. I'll catch you on Sunday, 9 to midnight, on the Urban Jazz Experience.